You're listening to the RT Today podcast, featuring some of our best bits from the show on RT1 weekdays at 3.30. We have our news panel with us in studio from Parentline. We have Aileen Hickey. We also have columnist and author Shane Ross. And on Skype from Dublin, we have screenwriter Stephanie Prizer. Tough fault you're over, Fad, as always. Aileen, we're going to start with you. and We're going to start with divorces, but Irish-style divorces. First of all, what is that? Well, it's a story from the Irish Independent about kind of divorce Irish style. So this is kind of based on Jada Pinkett and Will Smith um, have kind of suddenly come out to say that while they've been putting up a united front for all these years and, you know, Mm -hmm. war ceremonies and all the rest of it, they've actually been quietly separated since Mm -hmm. 2016. So, um, you know, they went their own ways back then. I think Meryl Streep and her husband, Don Gummer, Mm -hmm. are the same. They separated around 2017, 2018 as well, but they still appear at events and stuff together. So I I suppose the story is basically saying that this is the way we've always kind of done the Irish divorce. So long before divorce law was voted in, in, uh, before we voted in in 95, I think the the vote was in 97, it was brought in. Um, This is the way Ireland operated our own our own our own way of, of kind of our doing divorce, yeah. So basically, you know, couples all over Ireland were separated, who were separated, were living in the same house. And I actually know loads of couples mm-hmm. who currently are separated and living in the same house. And and, and they're doing it. I suppose uh, these days, I suppose they're doing it for a lot of reasons. It's no longer even all about appearances. There is a bit about appearances, but a lot of them are doing it because they simply can't afford, I first totally of all, to buy agree. another yeah, house. Or get one. Is. Or get one, yeah. And, you know, they, they, they're, they're so tied up, I suppose, between family and their kids and all the rest of it. That it's, you know, I, and, I, and actually, if you can do it amicably, and if you set down the, 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 the guidelines, and I suppose if there's good communication, and if yeah. there's respect on both sides, yeah. you know, Why it's not, not necessarily... I think where it might get tricky is if one, of, if one embarks... On, on, on another an romantic relationship yeah. because if I get outside the fence, like oh um, yeah, yeah. So if they're if they're looking across the road at somebody yeah. else, I think that might be where it might get a bit tricky, um, you know. But again, I suppose again, that's just about you know again, you know, you know, setting the boundaries. But and, Aileen, yeah. you're right though. I think years ago it was kind of the shame of it, or it wasn't acceptable. Yeah. But I think now it's financial. Yeah. I think it's pure financial. Yeah. What do you think, Shane? Yeah, I do. I think I don't know that you ever saw a. a uh, a series on, on one of the British television stations. It's called My Wife Next Door. Did you ever mm-hmm. see that? No. That was extraordinary. Two people were in the situation that you're describing, yeah. 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 Aileen, and they decided to get divorced. Now, it was a comedy. It was a sitcom. And they got divorced, and they ended up, and they went out into the country, and they, fe- they ended up living side, side by side. side. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That's kind of practical. <laughs> yeah. 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 yeah, but it worked very yeah. well. Yeah. Yeah. But the extraordinary thing about it, of course, was that they met every day and they borrowed the iron and all this sort of thing. And eventually, every night, this, they ended up with each other. Sitting watching again, the telly. At the end of the series, watching <laughs> yeah. television and whatever you guess happened afterwards. Yeah. And then they separate for a day or two, etc. I think, I think it, 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 it is happening now. Yeah, it's happening here now much more than you, than you actually think. And, and, actually, and it's I, the solution I, to the divorce. It is what it is. And actually, we don't I, need divorce. And I think lawyer, there was, put the lawyers out of Absolutely. Position. I think there was a concern. Or people do, did have the concern, you know, because to get divorced in Ireland, you have to, the, under the legislation, you have to be uh, separated and apart for two, two, of, years, the, two yeah. of the previous three years. Yeah. But actually, you can be separated and living apart and recognised yeah. as such while living now. in the same house. But how would you prove yeah. that, though? Well, as long as you're not being... Intimate, Dahi. I think that's, you prove that's that? where you don't have to prove it anymore as okay. long as both yeah. people just you say, say it. You're not being intimate. Mm. Yeah. The, Stephanie, the piece also says that one of the people in the, in the couple could still be in love with the other person. That's always kind of troublesome. Yeah, that's very often the reason. Yeah, isn't that's it? Yeah. probably really difficult, especially if, as Alien says, somebody else embarks on uh, another relationship. Um, 
I think there's probably a lot of hope that someone might hold mm-hmm. on to if the partner that they are still in love with is still living with them. And in that case, it might be easier to just, you know, mm-hmm. cut it cold turkey and, and, and separate so that they're not in your space all the time. Because we all know what it's like trying to get over someone who's still texting you. Like, imagine mm-hmm. what it's like if you're, you know, still potentially sleeping in, in the same room as them. Yeah. Do you know what I find amazing though? They're kind of the whole article is about that this divorce, Irish style divorce, is, is gone stateside. People like Merle Streep and her husband, and people like uh, Jada Pickett Smith. Mm-hmm. I'm sure they have a few bob that they could afford another house. It's strange when you see this type of people staying together like this that yeah. they don't need to. They're not, they don't have the financial obligations that would hold them together. I'd say yeah. anyway. Well, yeah. I, I think Jada Pinkett Smith is kind of saying that they just haven't worked out a way of not living together. You know, for the it, kids maybe. For, well, mm-hmm. I mean, I think their kids are fairly grown up, but I suppose just maybe their lives are so entrenched in each other, yeah. and you know, so mm-hmm. they're they're just putting up a united front. But, you know, they, they are definitely... I mean, I think a lot of people knew they were living separate lives anyway, but... Yeah. But you're nobody in Hollywood if you haven't had a divorce anyway, are you? You've got to, you've got to, you've got to have a divorce. <laughs> yeah. anyway. have a you have to have one anyway. Them, a couple of them yeah. behind yeah. Like, When the kids are central, though, Shane, it does change everything, really, because whatever about the physical well, relationship young, between, think, yeah. between the two people and then just, I suppose, the friendship side of it, there are many other layers mm. as well, then. And it's about children the one being thing, one of them. Yeah, I think you're right. I mean, seriously, it's the one thing which unhappy couples share which is the interest of their children yeah. and they're going to have to think they're going to have to think of that first and I think that's that's probably the reason why a lot of people stay together mm-hmm. and that's why they say that people in middle age often break up in their late 50s when the kids have kind of flown if they've had children yeah. younger that they've flown the nest that they kind of look at each other they, but they have yeah. nothing to say to each other yeah. people say that they're like and they're mentally done well, a few years before married, it. Like, yeah, yeah, that's what I mean. They're mentally yeah. done maybe a decade before yeah. it, but anyway, for, very for different. The common, for the common good. Well, yeah, I yeah. get it too. I yeah, get it, especially could, with yeah. children. Well, I, do. I, I suppose, get it. you know, I mean, if you, you know, if, if you are miserable, you know, even if you're living in the same house and it's all, you know, it's all rocking along, you know, I, mean, I think you're entitled to move on at some stage, yeah. you know. Absolutely. Totally. Yeah. You should. Yeah, you should. Now, Shane, we're going on to the next story, which is the world's worst tourist attractions. I think all of us here have probably been at one or two of the ones that are mentioned in the article. Mm-hmm. Tell us about this story. Yeah, this is a story in the, in the Daily Mail, and it's written and it's in a vaguely humorous way. But it says, yes, what are, what are, there are so many places in the world which are kind of these iconic names, which are all, we all want to go to. Uh, but when you get there, you're really, really disappointed. In it. Mm-hmm. And it picks out uh, the Mona Lisa mm-hmm. in Paris. For one, it uh, it picks out uh, the mermaid in Copenhagen. But you know the Mona Lisa. Even the first thing to say is that anyone that's seen it, and I suppose I remember the, the Mona first Lisa. time going there on, a, on, a, on the Mona Lisa on the school tour. Yeah, yeah. and the, I thought it's it was tiny, it was tiny. I yeah. was kind of shocked at how small it was. I was taken aback. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, but it's, it's a small. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's really like thir- is it thirty? Thirty by twenty-one. Thirty yeah. by yeah. It's tiny. And, yeah, yeah, it's really small. And of course, you 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 get put into this room with these yeah, hundreds of people, and you're rushed through as quickly as possible. You don't stop and look at it. Binoculars. You're not really impressed. You know people taking selfies of each other mm-hmm. it's an unpleasant experience he's right about and, that and you could have queued up for six hours outside the Louvre to get in, yeah. in the first place yeah, yeah. 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 usually during the summer it's it. very yeah. warm now have you been to any of these attractions that, and that you were very very disappointed with Alien? I, well, I certainly have Dahi now to be honest with you I've been to that whole Hollywood walk of fame oh, and yeah. it is very disappointing yeah. so it's kind of the stars are a bit you know they're, they're a bit grotty you know Practically every Tom, Dick, and Harry in Hollywood seems to have a star. I don't know if they all fit in that little place, but anyway, it's kind of. uh, But but it's in a kind of. It's in a horrible area. It's it's a a horrible area, and and and, you know you're you're kind of standing trying to you know lean down to see what's going on. I took those photographs and all the rest of it, but that that's really disappointing. Tacky. Almost by definition, though. 
when you have something which is so famous. I mean, Taj Mahal has 50 million people a year, I think. Yeah. Almost by definition, it's unpleasant. It's got so many people there, you know. But at yeah, least it's big right. and kind of dramatic. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's right. And clean. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Compared to the teeny tiny... What's that one again in Copenhagen, The Little Mermaid? The it's Mermaid, a yeah. teeny tiny yeah. thing as well. Yeah. I've been there. It's, it's so unimpressive. It's about I the know. size of this yeah. sofa. Yeah. Yeah. And, and that's it. And a couple of very ordinary kind of uh, sculpture. It's very, it's very unimpressive. Yeah. I tell you, another place I was... One place I was that was, I thought was so disappointing. I was very lucky to get to Brazil and the Copacabana Beach yeah. Oh, yeah. there, which is world famous. I was talking yeah, about it to is. everybody. Yeah. I was boasting about going there. Yeah. When you get there, you walk around. There are these big warnings everywhere saying, pickpockets, beware. Yeah. Don't yeah. go near the place. You go away. Very, yeah. Yeah, no, it is. Yeah. And the smell of sewage. Oh, oh. Yeah, it's really, yeah. Really? Oh, yeah. Brazil has a problem with that. Actually, yeah. as well. Oh, I've never so gone there. You've got, to, you've got to read up about these places before yeah. you go there. I'm sure there's nice places in Brazil as well. Are, yeah. Oh, yeah, there are. Yeah, I think we better be careful. We better be careful. <laughs> I'm the whole of Brazil. <laughs> it was just that one tiny, and it was just that day that you were there, Shane, just to yeah, clarify. The, yeah, yeah. The wind was going the wrong direction. Stephanie, help us, help us here. Any place that you were really disappointed in, Steph? I don't think I've ever been to a tourist attraction that I was impressed with. Yeah. Because, they're, yeah. because they're necessarily just gaggles of tourists standing around queuing up to take a picture of something that you could get a better picture of on Google. I'd much <laughs> prefer to like hang out where the locals are hanging out. Like I mean if we look at even in Cork, Blarney Castle, like it's under. It's an underwhelming stone. You I've know? got to go to that. I've never been to that stone. You know? ah, but you have to I hang have. upside down. I know, nothing. but I need to go and hang upside down there like a big bat. Yeah, seriously. Do that? Do that I, I, I like the Brownie, the, the, the Brownie stone, actually. Yeah. And I have to say, the Cliffs of Moher. Yeah, you know, that's it's, very it's, it's hard yeah. to beat the Cliffs of Moher. You know, you yeah. know that put in all that yeah. um, tourist, um, you know, It's good that you can really see it. Yeah, no, it's great. The yeah. Yeah. There's loads of stuff in Stephanie, we'll have to bring you on the tour. Yeah. On the bus tour with us. We'll all go on the tour. The, the, natural, show tour. the natural features of a country yeah, are generally yeah. pretty impressive. Yeah. But it's little statues at, yeah, or like yeah. the spire. It's like, this is not, yeah. Yeah. this is not impressing me at all. But yeah, okay, stuff that's geographical is, yeah. is generally yeah. pretty yeah. impressive. Well, to be fair about the spire, I suppose, the spire wouldn't be a tourist attraction for us. It would be for, say, people coming into Ireland, mm. yeah. coming to Dublin. But actually, we're talking about the geographical yeah. things. Like we, 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 we were lucky enough to go to the Norwegian fjords last year. Yeah. That is something that will yeah. stay with me forever. I mean, because you know, it's spectacular. You're seeing glaciers Natural that you heard about in geography years ago, but you didn't actually know what a glacier looked like. You know, yeah. so it's, you know, there, it, it is, it, it's, it's the, it's the geographical things, I think. Okay, now we're going to all say yeah. it's the man-made structures <laughs> the man apart yeah. from the beach yeah. in Brazil yeah. <laughs> what about you more anything you were underwhelmed by well, I, as I said the Mona Lisa was the something Mona I Lisa. certainly was yeah. and the Little Mermaid so I just yeah. felt do you know what it is I think it's almost like Stephanie says you see all these amazing images maybe yeah. mm-hmm. everywhere else and they're taken from all the right angles and then when you see it I think you've built yourself up that's the issue you've built yourself up so much to these things that yeah. you've got to see and when you do you might be underwhelmed yeah. naturally yeah. you know I, that kind of feeling I, I, think, I, I just realised I don't think I've seen Many tourist attractions. Yeah, I'm sure you. Like, more like the Eiffel Tower or not? Oh, I love. No, I think the Eiffel Tower is amazing. That is Notre Dame. These are ones oh, that, that you're unim- unimpressed with. So yeah, yeah, the Eiffel Tower is beautiful. Like yeah. the one that I really, really liked is the Statue of Liberty when you're actually out yeah. of the boat. Yeah, that's up amazing. To it. Yeah. Oh my God, it's and the fact that you can go into it and go yeah. up and yeah. back and that's see all the stuff. Yeah, yeah, and the yeah, fact that's my true. grandfather went there a yeah. hundred years ago as well. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's actually more impressive that, than, yeah. than you expect it to be. Isn't yeah, it? Big time. I think the places yeah. where, where there've been wars, where there's recent history, are really fascinating. You're talking about Hiroshima. 
Yeah. Absolutely yeah. warning. There's a real message there. Yeah. Berlin is a wonderful city to. Yeah. Yeah. I loved Sarajevo. I felt because it was so recent. Yeah, Sarajevo, because yeah. it's so recent. You're yeah, I, I, I but think, but yeah. if you go to the Freedom Tower in New York as well. Yes, yeah. that's right. Uh, that's and realize what's happened to happen there yeah. as well. Very, very recent as yeah. well. I remember filming over there. 20 years ago when it was when they had all the all the rubble taken out of yeah. it was a big huge hole yeah, it was before they started building it up again yeah. I remember being inside they're going wow what's yeah I suppose you're right and it's telling a story as well yeah. Yeah. and you it. get it when you're standing there you get it don't you yeah, yeah. but again see the Mona Lisa we've been reading about the Mona Lisa since I mean. junior cert history yeah. and right. then yeah. when you go there I went it's better on the stamps first time off the island straight to Paris first time off the island me rowing I'm never leaving the island again this morning never leaving the island and I'm never leaving the Aronizers I don't need to go beyond Dune Angus to hell with the Mona Lisa Dune Angus to go Slonagut Stephanie we're going to move on to our next story a very serious story and very very young girls and boys as well taking diet pills yeah so one of the american journals of medicine jama had uh, research published recently that found that one in 10 girls have taken diet pills in the last year so a weight loss product used like including like laxatives or diuretics just over one in 20 boys had taken them which is still a significant Mm. number but one in 10 girls i found the data kind of shocking but not really surprising when we look at how much focus and attention we give to weight and body particularly at this time of the year that is all feeding down into that younger generation i think social media has a huge part to play in it but we you know it's it's really contributing to risk of more serious eating disorders and it's increasing year on year. Yeah, it's frightening, uh, Aileen, isn't it? Yeah, it is frightening. And, you know, you only have to walk into any chemist, to be honest with you. I mean, there's shelves devoted to all sorts of dietary aids and all sorts of dietary tablets. Now, I mean, I'm actually only saying this in a funny way, but a friend of mine just told me that she's going to be losing weight this year and she's going to do it the old-fashioned way, which she said is laxatives and fags. Now, I'm not recommending that, but that's actually (laughs) what she said. Yeah, yeah. yeah, so, I mean, but even hearing that is, is shocking. But, you know, I mean... I, I mean, I suppose, I remember my, I mean, diet pills didn't come on the market yesterday or the day before. Like, mm. diet pills have been on the market for years. I actually remember my mother, and I'm sure she wouldn't thank me for this, but I remember her taking diet pills years ago, you Where know. Where do you get these diet pills? Do they, are people are buying them online, these, these But you can buy diet pills. There, there are shelves of them. Now, the one that actually really bothers me, though, is Ozempic. So Ozempic has become the kind of the, the go-to dietary aid for celebrities, and it's on oh, yeah. TikTok and all the rest of it. Now, Sharon Ozempic, Osbourne, hasn't she? T- has she t- I, well, I, yeah. I don't actually with specific ones yeah. but but Ozempic is prescribed for type 2 diabetes right, there's yeah. a very serious reason why Ozempic is mm. on the market and I you know and I think it in certain cases it can be prescribed for obesity but but you know I mean actual obesity but there are people who are managing to get their hands on Ozempic which by the way even if you get prescribed it it's difficult to get because mm. you know it's, it's one of those thing, products that not all chemists stock or that they run out of stock yeah. but it's there for a very serious medical reason yeah. and yet people and are using that. Ozempic as a dietary aid. More than probably they're using it for diabetes at the moment. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, so I mean, I I find that shocking. You know, but anything to do with, you know, um, diet, stuff like that, you know, because it affects self-esteem. There's also, I mean, there there should be, you know, a, a way to stop children under the age of 18 yeah. from taking any sort of dietary medication because there's a huge problem with eating disorders and uh, yeah. depression and low morale and self-esteem and body image and all the rest of it. And, you know, it's, it's really dangerous. God knows what the effect's going to have down the road. But Shane, it's, it's one thing going into a pharmacy. Uh, you would imagine these are all checked if they're, if they're sold inside in a mm. pharmacy. But when you go online, God knows where they're coming from. And God knows what you're you going to get. Yeah. Yeah. You can get whatever you like yeah. online. I think at whatever age you are, really, that's, that's the d- danger. I think these figures are very worrying. I think, yeah. I think what they are is a kind of sober reminder to us that 
that this really does exist. Obesity is a serious problem. I think this, the statistics in the I won't bore you with them, are quite staggering, mm-hmm. the number of people taking it, particularly, particularly girls. They're not even obese. I mean, these are girls who might just yeah. have, you know, I mean, they, you know, they, they, they're, again, not, they're probably size they're 10. Not, yeah, exactly. Not yeah, the, this the, is a self-image So thing. what's the answer? The answer really here is to take the pressure off them and to really encourage them to take part in sports. That's the thing, you know, but girls of that age are giving up sports. No, no you're absolutely it's right. Going. It's true, but I think there's, as Aileen's saying, there's more of an issue of that. It's almost body image. It's not yeah, really it they want to be sported. They yeah. want to look yeah. like someone on Instagram yeah. or they because want to they're, they're see looking, the Golden Globes. Yeah. Yeah. We're looking at you know, yeah. the Jenners and all yeah. these people who are influencing yeah. kids of a certain age up to into absolutely. their 20s. And, and Stephanie, I suppose the reality is we're discussing here how you can actually get these. These are not prescription. Yeah. You just buy them online. You don't know what you're taking. That's the thing, yeah, that these, it's a completely unregulated, um, it's a completely unregulated industry. And there are also, you know, if it's not diet pills, we also see trends on TikTok where different hacks to stop your appetite and all this kind of stuff mm-hmm. take off. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, it's, it's very, very concerning, but we also have to look as adults about the way we speak about our own bodies mm-hmm. and our own relationship with food over you know over christmas i've heard so many people speaking about it since about what they're doing in the new year and all yeah. the focus we're all doing it yeah the aesthetic um so while the diet pills and all of that is really concerning it's i think a deeper yeah. social issue that we all have a part to play in yeah yeah Shane, we're going to move on to our next store and apparently um are we good or bad at keeping bad news men well you and i yes you and i are in a minority on this particular okay. one men are very bad at telling bad news about themselves. There's a survey being done, again, from the Daily Mail, mm-hmm. and it's about the reaction of men and women, particularly to the delivery, the messengers, of good and bad news. And both men and, both men and uh, women are quite good at giving, at giving positive news, mm-hmm. but men are really bad at delivering news about themselves, particularly when it's bad. And I suppose it's... I mean, the men come out of it badly because... I suppose it's because they don't like it. They say it's because they like making the presentation about themselves, which is different and always positive, and they don't like revealing very much about their self. And their own feelings. private. Mm-hmm. The band, yeah, their own private. We're blathering everything exactly. out. Exactly. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's right. But the women are much better at that. No, I think it's very unfair, but yeah. it may be true. I think men speak to other men, though. About their feelings? Yes. I'm, I'm not sure whether they I do. think that's starting. You know, I, I tell you a little secret, yes. but only a small secret. I, I do a little bit of gambling yes. at the weekend. Very small amount. Very small. I gamble on the football. And I, uh, I, I find, I fall for the same, when I win, I tell everybody. Yeah. When I lose, I shut up. I just, That's just the bad, you don't want to yeah. share the bad. I don't want to show that I'm vulnerable and not very skillful about it. So yeah. I think, I think it's true with men a lot, actually. I think a woman will tell you exactly what's happened. Yeah. Raw and all. We tend to, you but know, do we tend to get over it just a bit faster? Do you know what I mean? Okay, you lost a few bob and you moved on to the next. No, one. I think you're mind. like that, no, though. I think you're very like want to be positive all the time. Well, no. See, for example, say if I lost a few bob and I back a horse every now and then, yeah. and, and if the horse lost, okay, it lost. Let's move on. Yeah. Let's yeah. not dwell on it. But and you don't want to tell anyone. Yeah. But why would I bother? It's yeah, not. exactly. Yeah. Yes, and right. if I, well, I <laughs> certainly wouldn't tell anyone, Aileen. <laughs> I'd exactly. keep it myself yeah. as well. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's what I mean. But they, women is where they say in this thing, don't they, Aileen, that basically women don't want to, or women want to share news because they want yeah. to feel kind of, oh, well, I, I, you. I, yeah. yeah. I, I, I find, yeah, I mean, I, I, I don't get that part. I, I overshare. I mean, I, you know, I, I tell everybody my, my business all the time, whether it's good news or bad news. You know, I, I mean, you know, as the same, I like, you know, I, I consider a secret something. I just tell one person at a time. Yeah. You know, so are you <laughs> open? You know, so that that's how I operate. Yeah. Uh, uh, the, the 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 male in our house, meanwhile, 
if there is any bad news, he will only tell me if there's around 15 people around me. So he only, he only, anything to do with bad news yeah. is always told in a crowded, in crowded circumstance <laughs> so that I can't overreact. Yeah. Okay? That's very so, helpful. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's we, good. So there'll be no such thing as a little one-on-one kind of conversation about it now. But um, So do you get nervous when you come into a packed room and your husband yeah, comes in yeah. as well? So if he says we're going to a football match, you think, oh, no, what's coming here? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yeah. Stephanie, what about you? <laughs> I, I love sharing. I overshare as well, but I love sharing bad news. But I will preface it with what I want the person to react like. So this is a disaster and I don't want you to give me any silver linings. I just want you to like get into the hole with me and tell me about how awful this is. And I have different people who I go to at different times. If like if I'm looking for a solution, I'll go to someone. But there's a few people I want to go to first before the solution just to get the most out of the drama. Um, and I think that's a real women's way of... Do you know what it is, Stephanie? You are the person in this article. You are exactly what it says in that article, that women will go wanting kind of almost for people to feel kind of sorry or be in it with them. See, I don't get that. I hate people being in it with I think it's looking for comfort is what they're saying there. And I don't don't really get that. Oh, no, I I don't get that. No, I don't get that. I'd be telling it because... Because you want to. Yeah, and because (laughs) I like talking. (laughs) But do do you not tell the story for me to go, come on. Come over no, 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 I no. no. no way. We're allergic to like that at all. No, we don't no. like that at all. So no. what, what, what do you really want? We just want to share. We just want to share. There's books about that diet that you can read. Yeah, we don't. You don't, you, want. you don't have egos the way we have egos. You don't. You don't, you don't hide <laughs> your bad self. And pr- project yourself in the way that we do. You don't. You don't. No, I, I, you don't have that. I, as I bad. don't mind showing all my different sides, even yeah, all exactly. the bad ones, and they're mainly bad. They're not. Don't do that. Don't do that. Steph, what's our last story there? Was it about broccoli? We'll talk about broccoli. Will we finish on the high note of broccoli, everyone? (laughs) On the high note of broccoli. This is the most ridiculous. (laughs) This is the most ridiculous thing I've ever read. So apparently, shock horror, humans learn behaviours from each other from watching. And there was this study done um, where children watched people eating broccoli and their response. And so the, the person eating, their response to it influenced how the child felt about broccoli. But in the study, they were eating raw broccoli. Of course, that's not going to be appetizing. And I think that uh, the study is about if you want your children to eat vegetables, you have to eat them in front of them and you have Mm. to enjoy them. But a lot of that comes down to how it's cooked. Like I've been served broccoli that's the same texture as a used tea bag. Yeah. And that's just not going to be appetizing for anybody. So I think it's about parents learning how to cook vegetables properly. And then there's more chance that everybody will enjoy them. Yeah. Alien. Yeah. Well, speaking of how to cook uh, broccoli properly, I think I've explained to you before. I mean, I, I'm a great broccoli cooker and it's probably the best vegetable I cook in that what I do is I shove a good bit of broccoli into, I've, I've told you this before, into a Ziploc bag, throw in a few drops of water into the microwave for two minutes. And that's the it's vegetable. And, and, there's the dinner, and there's the whole, there's the whole dinner. No saucepans. Yeah. No, nothing, nothing to be used. And there's good fresh broccoli. So, but like my kids would get, uh, you know, well, maybe not the old ones, but they would get broccoli all the time. But I, you know, on the vegetables, obviously, if you're going to make a face when you're eating vegetables, they're going to see them as something yeah. that they don't want and to eat. And you can't force that you can't. on them. I, and, you know, I've, I have kids who I couldn't force vegetables on. They just wouldn't eat vegetables when they were younger. And they're now vegetarian. So, you know, yeah. like but everything comes back around. Yeah. So, you know, I, yeah. I just don't... You know, I, and there's no point forcing as well, I don't think. I, I, mean, I mean, children don't like vegetables. They don't yeah. like things which are good for them. Well, if you offer them a chicken nugget now or a bit of broccoli, no, the, and I don't need a, a research think tank to tell yeah. me yeah. that 
the, the way to, the best way actually to get them eating broccoli is put a, a lump of ice cream in front of it and say eat that yeah. and you get yeah. that the old if you I will if you if you eat this I will give you this I can see your kids coming home oh my god it's the worst case scenario the house is full and mom has the broccoli out inside the plastic bag this is going down oh you're right bad news coming and the broccoli is already in the ziplock bag all our vitamins and minerals oh lord lads that was all deep meaningful I'm glad we all overshared thank you guys for being with us then thank you Steph and Dublin as well Thanks, Emil, for listening. Don't forget, you can tune into the Today Show every weekday on RT1 from 3.30. Or if you miss the show, you can always watch us back on the RT Player. Visit rt.ie forward slash player. Stay tuned.